right. Here we go. Episode one. Episode one. 602 podcast. Which doesn't have a name yet, but hopefully we'll come up with one soon. Yeah, I was thinking we actually should come up with one. Um, But since this is episode one, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm Kirta Carroll. I'm vice president of brand marketing for 602. And I'm Christine Benares, director of visual merchandising for 602. Um, I guess we should start off with what is 602? It's a, it's a, that's a question I've been thinking a lot about because there's a, a very obvious answer that we're a retail concept um, just built just for women. Um, and, you know, the, the, the store features some great brands um, all about athletic fitness and fashion. But, um, I mean, that's the real answer of what it, it is. But I think conceptually it's, it's something much bigger and it's the place where we hope women can go and feel their best and find stuff that inspires them and find a community that inspires them and find people they connect with. What do you think 602 is? Um, I think that it's actually an amazing store <laughs> that doesn't have, doesn't have, um, is, is kind of filling a void. I feel like that's out there right now in the marketplace. Um, offers everything that a girl could need for active lifestyle that is specific for women. Um, and different from anything else that's out there in the sense that either we sell multiple brands um, in our space or that we aren't um, a department store scenario or something like a sporting goods that's mostly catered more towards men. So I think that 602 is definitely something special um, and is something that is on trend especially with what's going on in the marketplace so for me it's, it's a great destination for activewear that people just need to find out about yeah I agree I mean it is it is and I, th- I think when people do and just you know kind of trolling social all the time for things people are saying about 602 there's a lot of positive feedback when they find it they you know people really connect with it and they're you know excited by all of the different styles of shoes we have and all the different brands we have and um generally the space they think feels really warm and um you know right for a girl who's looking for that inspirational um style so it is it's it is exciting when you see that reaction and it's like you know as we're gearing up and 602 is is a new concept so it's only three years old um we launched ecom in 2012 and, you know, we're working on building this, this brand at a large company, Foot Locker, um, that has many brands that, you know, have been around for a while. Obviously, Foot Locker has an incredible customer following. Um, and so we're mo- trying to start and evolve and build this brand, 602, within this company that's, that's huge and big and has a lot of experience. And I think for us, it's figuring out how do we leverage the experience, but also stand out. Yeah, I think what's cool about it is, is Foot Locker being such a big um, business understands now or has realized how much potential there is in the women's side of the business, uh, which it's a huge opportunity for the company, but I think also just for shoppers mm-hmm. in general. It's sort of a passion project within a, a real job, which is, I think, one of the best parts about it. It's like, you know, I feel like inspired by what we're trying to do every day, even when sometimes it gets really hard and, um, you know, challenging. Yeah, and I think that's what's fun about our, our New York office team here at headquarters is that we are really engaged with the mm-hmm. brand and do live that lifestyle. And to your point earlier about, 
people being involved or um, how they react to the store when they are involved is that there is definitely a positive engagement, which then makes it, I guess, feel successful because mm -hmm. we, we are all about community and, and trying to help her figure things out and help her lead a more healthy lifestyle. Um, so it's cool when you see how, like, people really are passionate, mm -hmm. you know, and the, the, we haven't reached that many people yet, but the people that we have reached, I feel like they really are connected and feel connected, which is cool because then it's not, we're not just a retail space. We're like a place for women to come and be a part of something. Yeah, and, cool. and feel like they can come back and get great stuff that inspires them every time or, you know, have a different style than their friends, which it's, it, it's cool. I, I think it's, it's awesome. What's your yeah. favorite part about working on 602? Um, I think the best part is being able to craft something as a team and being able to influence what this brand is about and what we stand for and what customers feel when they walk in the door. Like to have, to be a part of that is, is pretty cool and I think rare because a lot of companies obviously have already existed, especially bigger companies for a really long time. So they already have all of this figured out. And for us to be given the, I guess, the opportunity to kind of mold and shape what 602 really is about, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, I mean, I love the challenge of it. I love the ability of that because it does align with my lifestyle that I feel yeah. I can, you know, weigh in in a meaningful way on the experience and the communications and just even the assortment because I, I, I feel like I am the girl we yeah. want in many ways. And I think... Um, I think that's cool. I think the the team as a whole is also really inspiring because everyone is really passionate and committed and, you know, fun to work with and um, fun to work out with, fun to, you know, do everything with, and it makes work easy and um, enjoyable all the time. And I guess it kind of brings us to, like, why are we even doing this podcast, right? I think for both of us, um, we're, like, super passionate about what this brand is and and our lifestyle and lead, leading that active lifestyle. And it just gives us a venue to kind of talk about what's going on in the 602 world and our world and in the fitness world, fashion world, all of that. And kind of hopefully like this gets to a point where people actually are listening to us mm -hmm. and it can be interactive and we can get, you know, I don't know, feedback from whoever the listeners are and see, I don't know, it could, it could develop into something really cool, I think, which, mm -hmm. I don't even know if it also is another thing that's out there yet is, is this venue of fitness and fashion in a podcast form. So, yeah, I don't think there is. And I, you know, as you were talking, it occurred to me that, you know, our exposure to both the fitness and fashion parts of this world is, is, you know, is so huge. And I think as you know, the amount of interest and value we can bring to this conversation, as far as knowing, you know, what, what brands are doing before everyone else does, what yeah. kind of workout is trending, you know, what trainers really think you should be doing from a, a fitness perspective. It's, you know, we talk to these people all the day, yeah. all the time, and it's it's really cool, and I think... It'll be cool to share with other yeah. people, because you're right, like, so many brands come to us, and, and mm -hmm. we have so much access, I think, that mm -hmm. this will allow other people to then live the same kind of thing, or even give gives another reason to partner with these people. It's like now you can reach people in a different way other than just 
I don't know, like if we had a trainer and she mm -hmm. does a special class in one of our stores, instead of limiting her or him to that one class, now that trainer can give advice to whoever is listening, yeah. you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that access is really cool. Um, so, you know, just speaking about, you know, fitness and fashion and obviously just so you guys get to know us a little bit, um, you know, Christine, do you want to talk a little bit about your fitness, your fitness, current fitness journey? Yeah. Um, so where I am, I'm not like a fitness like freak or anything. I'm not a trainer, not very, I'm not, I'm not going to ever say that I'm like a professional or know anything like no, or an expert and, and, and uh, that I'm an expert at anything. But I do love the act of any kind of fitness or like active um, activity. And growing up, I was a, very much like a jock. So played all different kinds of sports, swam competitively um, through grade school, high school, started in college, decided I was like done, didn't want to do it anymore, played water polo, played That's basketball, cool. softball, all that kind of stuff. So it was very... Oh, karate taekwondo like i did everything and my parents like would bring Drove me you around like, yeah <laughs> everywhere I, I, think, I think about that all the time how like my parent i think about that you know oh how like gosh. as a kid you're like oh god here i go i have to go to like yeah you know karate now and i and literally they would take me from sw from school to swimming practice to karate and then now reflecting back and you know i'm not a parent yet i know yeah. that you are but parents are the best <laughs> Like, I can't even Sorry. imagine dedicating that much time to driving my freaking kids around. Like, no. you know what I mean? Well, like, I think that's your life, right? It's because <laughs> yeah. you're excited because your kids have these passions that you want them to pursue that, you know, in your case, ultimately, it's become something that's been part of your life all yeah. along. But it's, it is, it's a lot. It is a lot. And you t I guess, I, you know, as a kid, you don't realize those kinds of things. And now that you're older and you have your own life, like, I can't imagine how it's <laughs> crazy but of course I'm very thankful so I think that led me to just always being active you know they definitely pushed me to be involved um and now it's it's this I've been giving myself these like bigger challenges because I feel like I'm at that place where I want to push my fitness level to the next to the next place and it's been challenging myself with these different races. So typically, like, I'm, I'm more of, like, a gym person. I'll go to the gym, do some classes. I'll get into these things where, like, right at this moment, I'd be into kickboxing or something. So then I get obsessed with kickboxing. Then I get obsessed with, you know, spin. And I start to do all the soul cycles and the spin classes at Equinox and all that kind of stuff. And then I realize, like, what am I doing these workouts for? Like, I feel like I need... A reason to kind of take it then to the next level like I was saying so that's when I signed up for my first triathlon that I did earlier this year in May uh, so I did my the first triathlon was 70.3 which was an aggressive first triathlon but Very I aggressive. feel really good about the accomplishment and I want to continue doing triathlons and then but what I've signed up for now is the New York City full marathon so that's my current fitness level is really just working on the running part and, and getting a little bit faster, building my endurance and all that stuff so that I can survive this marathon that I've now signed up for. So that's great. where I am. You'll be great. I'm excited to watch or perhaps run. Yeah, I really want you to join. Yeah, I, I might I might do it. It's <laughs> and funny. how about you? Where are you um, in your fitness? You know, my fitness journey, I, I feel like as a young girl, I also played a lot of sports and, you know, really, really particularly love soccer and then went to college and 
really took a hiatus from exercising for two years. And, um, you know, I think it was the, you know, yeah, lack of structure, like lots of other distractions like beer and pizza and, you know, um, (laughs) totally gave up. And I didn't, I think I didn't know how to discipline, like create discipline for myself as far as like you, you got to make time for it. Right. And you got to put it as a priority in your life. And it definitely showed in my overall body. Um, but I had a lot of fun, so no regrets. Um, and then about like, I you oh, I was so that. chubby. I can't imagine <laughs> you. I'm if, so chubby. If you guys don't know what Kirito, she is petite, <laughs> tiny, not chubby at all. I was like so, a round, a round little thing that again, it was like, it's such a couple fun years that like, I can't really regret it, but it, yeah, obviously I wasn't healthy either. Yeah. I mean, I got to that place, too. I think right. it is that, like, for me, because, like I was saying, I grew up working out and, you know, involved mm-hmm. so much that when it became my choice after high school, and it's like, okay, now I'm in my college years, I just didn't want to yeah. do it anymore. I was done. But at the same time, I think I was eating the same way I right. was eating when I was working out, like, three times a day. So I also gained a lot of weight yeah. during that period, and I just want to pretend like that didn't ever exist. I know. I think I threw away all the pictures. People are always like, let me see pictures. Like, no, nope, don't I have them. I can't, Too bad. Those, I can't look at those pictures either. Yeah, it's a little depressing, but it's a good reminder. You got to take care of yourself. And, um, you know, then shortly after I got chubby, I had a friend come live with me for a summer in, in college, and... When we were at school, and she was really into exercise, so I would start running six miles with her. But it was really fun because after, actually after we ran six miles, we'd always go to Culver's and share a shake, which is frozen <laughs> custard. Um, so we lived in Wisconsin. Um, so, you know, but either way, that, like, got me into exercise, and I also started to lose weight, and I started to, like, feel good and, you know, kind of, um, kind of evolved. And then I went to, like, the extreme and got – really crazy and exercised all the time and got really skinny, too skinny. And I think, um, you know, kind of like threw off the balance of like, what is the right level of exercise to maintain what feels healthy and fit for you? And, you know, it's easy to get carried away with it on the other end of it too. Yeah. Um, and I think I was like, you know, still very confused about it. Not that I have it all figured out now, but until I recently had a baby and it just sort of kind of like level set everything in my head from a priority perspective. Like you don't have to work out for two hours in order to like stay in shape and feel good. And you don't have to not eat. You should do those things and just, it's all about moderation. And then I think now that I think that way, I really enjoy working out because for a while I got to be like a chore, you know? Yeah. So what have been your workouts with like taking care of the baby and then working our intense hours that we were like, what are you fitting in? You know, it was, that was actually one of my biggest stresses about having a kid before I even got pregnant. It was like, how am I going to stay in shape and how am I going to lose the baby's baby weight? Which you did so fast, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Um, you know, and I think it's just, it's still making a priority, you know, like you got, you got to get up and sometimes earlier than you want. And find ways to fit it in. And maybe it's not an hour and a half like I used to, which is good. It's, you know, sometimes just 30 minutes. Um, But making that sort of my time is, like, instead of, like, you know, I don't always get my pedicure or manicure, you know, do other things. But if if I'm going to get away for a little bit, it's to exercise. You know, now I have a running stroll and I run with the baby a lot. And I think it just, it's, it's hard, but you have to keep it a priority, you know. And I think I see that with, like, Everyone I know that wants to start an exercise routine um, but doesn't really know how to get into it is how like, you, you just got to do it and yeah. you got to make time for it. Yeah, because you can always say that you don't have enough time is what I mm-hmm. realized. But when you look at the scheme of everything, it, you're right. Like it could be as easy as 30 minutes and mm-hmm. you're done. 
Yeah, like, and you feel great. And yeah, and you, you don't feel guilt, as guilty for, mm. I don't know, whatever else you're doing the rest of the day if you start off in the morning. But yeah, I, I realize that now more than ever. It's, it's all about like time management and mm-hmm. what are your priorities. And, and I guess when you get a little bit older, your priorities shift a little, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about like, oh, I'm going to party yeah. every night. And now it's, it's been like, okay, Friday night, I don't want to party because Saturday I'm going to do like a, a good long run, long run yeah. which is like a total shift. But I think it's something that I actually feel better about, you know, because you can't say anything for, I don't know. Not that I don't party, don't get me yeah. wrong, but like. You like the party missing out on a party on a Friday night is not really that big of a deal. And if anything, like you feel better about it the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. It's like a, it is an adjustment in life. And I think the, the funny thing about exercise too is like definitely I feel like, I mean, candidly have done it and still do it for a lot of reasons for vanity. Obviously, yeah. like you want to stay in shape and you want to look good. But then, you know, going through some, um, issues, health issues with my parents and my, you know, yeah. husband's parents and you, you just like see, right, as you get older and you, sure. you got to take care of yourself and I think that's why exercise and what we do is so important because it makes you feel good but really long term, like, you've you got to do it. Yeah, it, which is also, like, I think because we're both still figuring out what works for us mm-hmm. and, and because there are so many options out there, it changes all the time that I think this podcast is going to be so interesting and cool mm-hmm. because I feel like we're, we're ourselves are going to learn a lot out yeah. of it, you know, like when we bring other people in, other experts or whatever to interview or whatever it is, like, I feel like this will force us to be more involved and more aware, Yeah, which I think is cool because not only are, hopefully we can help other people, but we'll be helping ourselves too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I always, it's one of my favorite topics to read on is, you know, yeah. fitness and nutrition and I don't follow it all the time to the yeah. T, but I always want to know what is the latest out there and, um, other people you are know. doing and. If and anything. I buy into the hype a lot. Oh, yeah, I always buy into the hype. <laughs> being in, us yes. being in the marketing world, we, like, fall into those traps yes. <laughs> ourselves. It's like, that sounds like something that could change my abs in two minutes. Yeah, I'll do right? it. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of brings it into, like, inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you asked me last week, like, what inspires me, and I've been thinking about it because I feel like being in this industry and being around all of these people who are very influential and inspirational – like, I should have had an answer is what I kind of feel like. And I'm like, how come I didn't know, like, a, I couldn't, like, off the, off the top of my head come out with, like, a celebrity trainer or someone who mm-hmm. I think is really cool. And I, I was thinking about it on my long run last weekend. And I think it's because I'm more inspired by normal people. Yeah. Like, I'm more inspired by, like, seeing you run with your baby and the stroller. Like, to see <laughs> you do that and for you to make you time, like we were talking about as, like, a mom, like, that's more inspiring. Or when I, I go on my runs in the mornings and I always see the same, like, old man. Like, grandpa age. Like, he's, you know, white mm-hmm. hair and he's getting out there every morning that I am. And and he doesn't have any excuses. And he's, like, killing it. He's, like, booking mm-hmm. it on his run. I'm like, that's what inspires me. You yeah. Know? Or at the gym and you see this girl, like, doing her box jumps or whatever it is. Something or pull-ups. Something that I know that I still need to work on and mm-hmm. I see someone else killing it. And they're a normal person, you know? Like, they don't have professional Perfect people body, helping them like... or they don't have – I mean, I don't know about, like, nutritionists or anything like that. But, like, they are also working people that mm-hmm. have another life. But – they're killing it and being like badasses on their own time. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's more what I, I realize inspires me. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it too, and I, I agree. And I think the we actually recently traded some fitness inspiration stories among our small like female team, and I think we were as we were reading them, everyone had like a different way of how, like how they got started. I feel like a different yeah. moment where they were kind of feeling like not as confident or not as like you know proud of their body or their life or whatever it is and like in some ways exercise sort of helped them get over that moment and then I think the commitment to stay on course was just so inspiring and I feel like that's that's inspiring when people are like this feels good and I like I'm going to keep doing it and I overcame this or you know whatever it is and and you see like even like result wise the people that have the transformations. Like, oh, I love transformations. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. And then I'm like, how are they doing it? How, how am I going to get to this point, you know? But it's so cool, especially, I mean, transformations one on social media, I get so, like, hooked on it. And yeah. I can be, I can look and get really deep in uh, in oh, Instagram too. and lost in it. But then even, like, I think it's more inspiration when it's, like, people that you know. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, like, in two months, like, you've made such a big difference. That's amazing. Right. We should, know? maybe we should dig up those old pictures of ourselves and be like, before and after. <laughs> like, I hate that. Well, my, my passport picture is like one of those pictures which kind of sucks because then it's like everywhere. Oh, I, but yeah, every time I have to travel with a passport picture, I'm like, oh crap. Here it goes it's again. Me yeah. You should submit it for a, like a transformation somewhere, some way. <laughs> those are inspiring, but it's not necessarily... The, looking at the before is hard of yourself, yeah. I think. But I always like looking at other people's. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just don't want to see I don't judge own. their before. I just get really excited about their after. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so speaking of inspiration and, um, you know, not just fitness, and obviously the one of the cool things about 602 is it's not just about workout gear. I mean, we definitely, you know, built it around this idea of it's we have everything you need for your performance um, wants and desires, but I think the the transition we've seen definitely in the marketplace is it's so led by style. Like you want to look great when you go to the gym, and it makes you probably be better. But then you know when you're just hanging around too, that stuff is totally acceptable to wear. So um, I want I want you, Christine, to tell me a little bit about your style. <laughs> my style. I, I felt like an interviewer when I asked oh. that question. Um, my style. I, I I like to be pretty simple. I mean. You know now that, like, I wear a very wide color palette of black, white, and gray. It took me about two weeks. I was like, like, Christine, I have a question for you. Do you only wear black and white? And it was like, yes. Yes. Um, But I think it's just one of those things where I realize now that it just makes things, like, simpler and easier for me. Like, instead of trying to figure out what color I want to wear, I have, like, my closet of everything that works together yeah um how long have you been doing that by the way um i think like it it gets like more severe every year but probably it like gradually happened over the past like three years or maybe four years wow that's cool yeah i I should do that (laughs) and when i I, my closet like every time i go and reevaluate the closet i i do have these like printed like top still or like colored things that like I still really like, but then I, so I kind of put it to the side and then I realize when I reevaluate, I'm like, wait, I haven't touched this thing in like months. So mm-hmm. do I really want to wear it? Cause you know, it's kind of like, like then I'm like diving into like the deep end. Like that's it. Like yeah. no more, it's like no more color. Like right. it seems so like, I don't know. <laughs> like so you severe. just can't, you can't emotionally part with those. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I like to like mix a lot of 
really what's comfortable, right? So comfortable and easy, but then、mm-hmm. I think still show some kind of style. So I love things, even though it's black. I love like when you play with texture, or you know, is it like mesh detail or leather detail or some kind of like something a play、mm-hmm. on print.、Um, but Definitely a mix of active wear and then a little bit of like how then do you dress that up? Yeah, you, you、like、pull it off really well. I feel like you do like a great like job of mixing the like <laughs> not active wear with active wear in a way that feels very like street cool. Yeah, I mean I've been trying to especially because the active wear stuff is definitely infiltrating the closet now、yeah. that I've been working with Six O Two and Foot Locker. So. It's like how do I then bring back those other pieces that I have that are not very active and mix it in?、Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you do that really well too. Oh no, I feel like the leather skirt you were wearing yesterday with that Nike cropped、um, sweatshirt,、yeah. the mesh back, was perfect because it was like looked like the the sweater could be anything, well, it's right? Funny, yeah, because it was Nike, but most people. But you know, when they asked me about my outfit when I was walking around the office, they're like, "That's a Nike sweater!" Like they had no idea. But I think it's because of like the mesh back and then the like striping on the arms and all、yeah. of that. It didn't look like a typical activewear kind of piece, which is what I love actually.、Mm-hmm. It's like ha- those pieces that like have a nod to active, but are not necessarily, or you could wear it to the gym,、yeah. but you don't have to. Like those are the ones that I love the most and love to wear all the time. Yeah, I think that stuff is cool. It's, it's like kind of what's trending too now. I feel like that like. Not so explicitly like I'm gonna wear these shoes with tons of like treads on the bottom, but it's like something really sleek and like stylish, and you know, same for the pants. Like you don't want something that looks like a pair of compression pants. Yeah. Like you want something that's like a cool pattern or like mesh or something that's sexy and fun. And、um, it's great that 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 stuff is available. Yeah, and there's so much of it available, which makes it harder for our wallets. I think. Right. <laughs> Especially when you get to see it every day, right? Yeah. I mean, like both of us are so like. Fitness fashiony today、yeah. on our our fitness fashion Friday, I guess. Yeah, we celebrate that here. Both wearing printed black and gray and white leggings. You have your denim jacket on. That's a cute like. And a crop top. And a crop top.、But、you can't see my belly. Don't worry, we're at the office. <laughs> I know. I know. My shirt is cut so high yeah, on the side.、Okay. <laughs> But thanks, thanks for the high waisted tights. Like it covers a lot yeah, of my skin. Yeah, I'm.、So. Yeah, I'm, I'm banking on these high waisted tights of covering anything I need to. Um, yeah, I think that the fitness fashion is fun, and Christina is like a trendsetter in our office too. FYI,、um, <laughs> I don't know about that. You are. I feel like you pull everything together in a very like chic and sleek way, but it's like, like kind of like tomboy sexy, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Like、yeah. it's, I feel like, and I feel like that's what we like, like where we want to go with six o two is like that sexy like tomboy that's like you can dress like. You don't have to dress frilly, right?、Yeah. Like, and, but you can feel feminine. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think that's the the cool, cool stuff. And I think that's why I like some of these new pieces that are coming out because、mm-hmm. a lot of it is that it's like、yeah. a, a piece, like a a bomber jacket, for example, like I'm wearing now. Like, it feels very like seems very masculine, but、mm-hmm. then the cut of it because it's a little cropped and it it fits like more snug here and there.、Yeah. Like, then it becomes feminine, which is really. Yeah, and it's sexy. Like it's a sexy like jacket. I feel like, and you could wear that out with jeans, right? And like, yeah, it's a great. But I feel like your style is more like you're you're girlier, but not too girly、yeah. too. And then you know how to like mix up like a cute dress that's like modern looking and interesting, and like the prints are always really cool with like 
the right sneaker that somehow oh, ties all back together. <laughs> well, thank you. I try. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of like the same but opposite. Like yeah. we all really like push it with prints and colors and things, but not in like an ever obnoxious way or anything. I try not to get too obnoxious. No, you're, you're not at all. You do it in a very tasteful <laughs> oh, way. Thank you. And then mine is like void of color. <laughs> but I like that though. I think I like the simplicity of it. Like, and it's like a chic simplicity. Um, and I think th- I think that's fun. I think the thing about fashion, I, like sometimes I like I'll read like fashion blogs and like geez, I need to get, like, step up my game. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, like, consider myself a fashionable person, but I'm, like, I need to, like, be doing all this. Like, I need some culotte denim. And I'm, yeah, like, I yeah. don't think I'm, like, emotionally there yet. Yeah. Like, I just, I like, I want to want them. <laughs> I'm the same way. There's a lot of things where, like, wow, there, there are some really, really, like, fashion trendy girls out there, mm-hmm. especially here in New York. Right. And you're, like, wow, they're, like, pulling it off. And, like, Sometimes you do, I do aspire to be like yeah. that, but then a lot of times what I've re- realized lately is, like, I just don't have the energy for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I want it to be more, like, I like my style where it's more comfortable and it has, like, a nod to fashion, but not, like, I'm not trying to be, like, fashion trendsetter. Or right, anything. the most aggressive person out there. Yeah, which I also yeah. admire. I, know, I, I admire it, I too. I love looking at it, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I, I have now the patience or energy yeah. to do that. Well, you look like you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would put you on the, like high end of fashion really yeah oh. I totally would oh I don't know <laughs> take it okay <laughs> I guess we'll take that yeah I mean I think it's it's cool I think that's the other like the great thing about what we do is like we have exposure to fashion and it's a different kind of fashion but yeah. it's it's definitely impacting global fashion I feel like yeah. you know and I think the brands we work with now are taking a better nod from everything that's going on and it it feels very like you know beyond the gym in a really meaningful way which is yeah it's exciting so exciting and the stuff and then you're comfortable yeah I know every time we go and look at the the new lines for like the Mm -hmm. next season like you know looking at Reebok and whatever it's it's exciting seeing like what they're they're bringing because it's totally not what you would expect these like fitness brands to bring but it's cool and comfortable yeah. and, and practical, I guess. As a- yeah, and I think you ha- they have to keep pushing the envelope because there's so many, you know, Lulu certainly started the trend with it being about fashion, I feel like. Yeah. But then everyone sort of evolved above and beyond that, and you have to keep, keep trying these different things. And actually, I, I was thinking, so there's like a, if you read like Runner's World or something and yep. you're like a big runner, there's like a, like an ultra marathoner look, right? Like yeah. like the like shorts, like, like picture this person in my head, like a yeah. big watch, a hat, and like yes. a basic tank top. And yeah. I feel like like all women's fitness used to look like that. Of like this is like your gear, and like it's going to be sweat wicking, and it's going to like keep you cool and dry and warm or whatever you need it to do. But it's yeah. not necessarily about how it looks. Yeah. And now it's so cool because a lot of that stuff still does everything you need from a technical standpoint, but it yeah. like. It looks awesome, which yeah, is like amazing. Yeah, like Corel, for example, yeah. blew me away when I realized that you it, you can wear it in the water and it's sweat wicking and all of that, but looks so fashionable right. and so like premium and expensive and like cool, if anything, that the fact that it has the ability to do other things, it, I don't know, kind of like blew my mind. I'm yeah. like, God. Like, this, why can't everything be like that, right? Yeah, and like the technology is now taking these pieces to like totally different levels. Yeah. crazy. I'm excited to wear some of that stuff yeah. at the gym. And then you feel comfortable. Yeah. It's really the best. You look great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel comfortable. It's not a better formula. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine why everyone doesn't wear fitness gear all the time. Um, so what time at 6.02 this week? What is happening? Um, oh, 
uh, the Puma Rihanna uh, Creeper launch, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. That one is definitely, I think, good, good and interesting. I, I don't know. Like I was with the Creeper itself, the shoe. I was hesitant at first, you know, and we're like, is this going to do well? Is it going to sell? Will people like it? And I don't know if it's like a marketing thing. I don't know if it's Rihanna herself, but like when I originally looked at it, I didn't like it. And now it's like, it's like all yeah. we're thinking about. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we're like marketing. We have to go get them before they're sold to out. Ourselves. <laughs> I know. We are talking about that. Like, oh my God, they're selling so fast because they launched today. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I, now I'm not, I don't want to regret not getting it. Right. You know? And so... Mm -hmm. That, that's what's fun is that we launched that in all of our stores, which is, is cool because it's very exclusive. Not a lot of retailers nine. have it. Only nine global retails have it. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> barely anyone. Which includes Dover Street Market and Opening yep. Ceremony, right? Yep. Which is great company mm -hmm. to be a part of. Um, so that's exciting. It'll be exciting to see how that product moves and how people react to it because it is very fashion and trendy mm -hmm. and, and very specific, I think, kind of market. But I also feel like a lot of people will like it if they give it a chance. So. Yeah, I think they will. And I think it's sort of like a beginning of emergence of that trend coming back from like a thicker platform. And like it's been in a few places. Yeah. And I know some brands are trying it. And obviously that was in, you know, a little bit ago. But I think it'll like keep building and certainly this will kind of spark the movement. Probably a lot of copycats. Yeah. Um, and it's for us, it's, too, it's exciting because – you know, being part of the Foot Locker family, obviously Foot Locker has launches all the time that yeah. people love and get really excited about. And for 602, this is really our first one. Um, you know, so we're still figuring out how to do it the right way, get the word out to the right people and, you know, really take advantage of the hype. And so far, the it's it's been really productive for us. And it's it's cool. Like, it's cool to see the social energy for it about our brand and like the online search results and everything yeah. happening. And it's um, it is, it's like a cool exclusive shoe, whether you like it or not. It's like a few people are going to have it, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see like if it, if it does well, like, or it continues to do well, it's exciting. Again, I keep saying exciting, but it, it's exciting to see how she's willing to push herself a little bit mm -hmm. further because they are kind of out of the box shoes or yeah. the, the silhouette is not normal, you know? So the fact that people are are buying into it, I think is cool because then it, there's just so many different ways then we can go in the future with different yeah. styles and things and how people will accept it. Yeah, I mean, I think 602 is sort of like, you know, our goal is sort of be the antithesis of like the person who must dress like her friends and like must do the same workout and, you know, kind of evolve away from that basic bitch I'm sorry yeah. sorry to swear excuse my language um but I feel I like it's earlier. the team it's like the perfect term and everyone sort of like yeah. you know has that image in their head and we want to you know celebrate the individuality and you know unique style and whatever comfortable you know whatever makes you excited and comfortable we'd want to have that which is a new opportunity for us yeah a lot of work to do you have a lot of work to do speaking of what do you want to talk about next week Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to think about that. Yeah, I think we'll, you know, I think we should have a special guest. Let me either internal or external. Yeah, I like that. We'll start our first interview. Mm -hmm. We'll give you an update on our, our, every week we'll give you an update on our fitness. Yep. Fitness, what's going on, the big highlights at 602. Um, maybe we can pick, like, a special topic of, of the episode, maybe. I like that know. idea. Um. 
whether it's fitness or fashion or nutrition or whatever it is that fits into our lifestyle and hopefully other people's too. Yeah. <laughs> and then hopefully we'll get some listeners. Yeah. Not Tell just, your friends. Not just Jed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ellie is a great audience. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.